Anya, thanks very much for joining us. There's an increased focus, particularly from investors looking at impact and purpose-driven investment. Are you seeing an increased focus on these elements in terms of the design briefs, particularly for new projects? Yes, we really see that we're approaching things differently and that's what stands us out from the rest, I think. This has to do with this research-driven purpose that we have but also the attention from the world around us, how uh, to more social design or healthy design, just not only stacking boxes on each other, but really think what it can be more uh, than just that. And in terms of that research side, Anya, um, just tell us a little bit more about the types of research that you're doing there. Well, I mentioned the research, the, the, the project we did for people with dementia. So we did a lot of research translating uh, medical and scientific information in uh, design tools, how to design for people with dementia. But we did the same in a completely different field, which was uh, the millennial generation. Uh, we know that the age of millennials they have a very high rate of uh, burnouts and we were interesting how to design an office environment for them and to see if we could decrease the amount of burnout effects and if it is uh, physical related or uh, something else. But that's another type of research, but also in education and schools, healthy environments, um, uh, types of uh, learning and, and, and the physical space that comes with it. Uh, so these are three types of, um, of research that we have done. You mentioned there the focus on millennials and wellness. Um, so have you also been doing research and particularly looking at the office setting? Yes, indeed, we do. Um, we have a lot of projects in the office uh, environments, interior design or architecture. And we did a research on uh, the millennial generation and the high amount of uh, people that have burnout effects. So they have a high rate of, uh, of burnouts. And we were interested in how the physical context of the office environment could impact on this. And the challenge is also about the financial side, because what you, if you're talking about office design, healthy people, uh, uh, happy employees, um, you see it back in the numbers, but not the numbers of real estate directly. So it's more in the numbers of less illness in the business, in a company, or uh, people that stay longer in, in the company. But this is very hard to incorporate it in the real estate or in the numbers of real estate or financing the building upfront, because this effect, effects become afterwards. And this is something that we not only see in office design, but also in, in healthcare design. So we have a budget for real estate and even the budget for interior architecture is eh, sometimes more in the end. We always say incorporate us before you even wanted to start because then we can incorporate the research and advice in the right way. But it's about also this financial thing that you can prove if people need less medication or you need less staff, for instance, or people don't fall that much. Eh? So you don't have to, to, to help them standing up again. And these are after effects so to say uh, but massive after effects that it, that has a big impact on, on numbers and on financing the whole healthcare sector but are not incorporated in the in, in the numbers of the real estate upfront and this is the main challenge that we see at the moment to how how to to work from there or how to do it and and we think the only way is to prove it and to to uh, to get these numbers uh, proven by the design or the architecture 
and then use it in the bill in, in the numbers up front. It's going to be really interesting to see how these trends will play out in the office markets, um, especially post COVID. Um, thanks very much for joining us, Anya. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much.